One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. Tim Piles, happy Halloween. Hi, how's it going, Thanks Troy? for being here. I'm excited to see this uh, extravagant Halloween display up here on the hills of El Cajon. We've got guys hanging from the ceiling. It's all for you, buddy. Thanks. I can imagine <laughs> your neighbors love you. What's uh, Halloween like in the Piles household? What are you doing Monday? Um, Let's see. It depends. Uh, you know, do you uh, still trick-or-treat? Like, treat? Yeah, I do. As a matter of fact, no, I, I love uh, I love uh, passing out candy. I'll do that. We'll do that at the house. We do. We don't go as extravagant as you do, but we do some stuff and some lights, and awesome. um, we'll we'll tend to do that. It used to be kind of crazier in our neighborhood, over in the um, College Grove area, but it's it's uh, it's been mellower in the last few years. Obviously, COVID, but uh, just slower. <laughs> do you dress the dogs up? Uh, not, not for the kids because they bark too much, uh, but we do have outfits and costumes for our various dogs. We're, we're down to three. We three. lost, lost two in the last, uh, few months. No. Yeah. Sorry to hear that, buddy. Uh, but they lived a good quality life. Right. Uh, both of them were 16 years old and, uh, and I was really close to my, my, my wiener dog uh and she, i uh, am too hey <laughs> her, her name was chloe and uh, <laughs> chloe, yeah that okay. was a bummer and then we lost mojo uh so yeah we still have three dogs we got uh macy she's a pug i've got uh, calvin a wiener dog and macy or excuse me maya a chihuahua and then recently you know because five dogs is quite a bit it's a to lot. commit to and and you know we have a cool backyard it's its own little dog park and you know, I've seen it. We don't really trust other uh, dog owners in a lot of cases, so we're not really taking our dogs to places. But they have a great backyard, get to hang out there. And so the other day I was in the backyard with my, my wiener dog, and uh, he's going a little nuts, acting a little weird. I couldn't quite figure out what was going on. I look over um, this fence that leads to our front of our house, and I see this thing, this creature. It's It's an animal. I couldn't quite tell what it was. It was all matted and all mangled and messed up, uh, right. healthy, um, but it was all matted and looked like it had been, you know, on its own for a while. So sometimes things fall into our lap, strangely. <laughs> so that dog is currently actually at the Humane Society. No uh, collar, no chip, hmm. but uh, the dog has been there for a few weeks, and so my wife has been contacting them every day. So the dog is like a cockapoo or something like that and the poor thing you know whether it was um just not taken care of or it's been out on the the streets for a while i mean wow. if you looked at the matted hair it'd be hard to imagine that it, it survived as long as it did and it, right. it had to have been out on the street somewhere it seemed like a sweet dog um i was able to corral it and, and take it care of it and so we we may be adopting this this oh new goodness. dog to our family which would be interesting as i see your sign all you need is love and a love dog. Love and a dog. Or four. So you may have four soon. Yes. Okay. Just all cool. depends. I mean, we want to make sure it's healthy before we incorporate it into our family. Right. And hopefully they it gets along with our dogs. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I guess somebody could still show up. I mean, 
Right. I'd like to think there's poor there's a poor little girl somewhere that lost her doggy and and that dog sure. somehow survived for a long time and maybe somebody's still looking for it. You never know. Look for signs. We've lost a couple cats. We have coyotes in the area. Yeah. Uh, this is turning into a very sad episode. I think. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, if you don't have plans Monday, go trick or treat at Tim Pyle's house. Check out his uh, there you his go. dogs and what's what's your go to Halloween trick or treat candy. What's your personal favorite? For my personal favorite, gosh, I guess. Candy corn guy? Full-size Kit Kats. Oh, yeah, right. Reese's. There you go. The kids in my neighborhood, what do they get? Uh, Dollar Tree candy, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) The little circus peanuts, right? They get get chicles. Chicle, chicle, chicle. Yeah. Um, But they get something. (laughs) Yeah. I wish we had more Halloween trick-or-treaters up here. We got the cul-de-sac. We got the hill that you got to walk up. Yeah, I would imagine that's a yeah. That's so too bad. I put the mask on and I go down to First Street. And yeah. uh, every once in a while, the, the cops come and uh, it's, it's a good time. <laughs> so cool. Nice to have you, buddy. Nice to uh, thank you for being here. I reached out to a few people, but you were number one and you decided to come on. So we're going to do some Halloween trivia with you here in just a bit. Okay. Are you excited for that? Sure. Are you a big like horror movie kind of guy? I know you're into Disney, so we included some of that as well. I'm a fan of a lot of things, a little bit of everything. Okay. I have, uh, what, what do they say? I'm, uh, basically, <laughs> I have a lot of knowledge of uh, everything, right. but not deep knowledge, maybe. You right. Know? We're going to test your knowledge okay. right, here in a bit. Tell us what you have going on right now. We were talking off the mic. Uh, promote your, your newest endeavors. Okay, so Thursday nights, mm-hmm. KXFM out of Laguna Beach, which you could stream anywhere in the world. And I also put it up as a podcast after the fact. Two shows, FTP New Music Show, which is Fuck Tim Piles. I was wondering about that. Well, that's what Halloran told me once, that it stood for Fuck Tim Piles when it was at uh, uh, 94.9. And then I ended up going to 94.9 and getting to host that show. Uh, So, yeah, uh, or file transfer protocol, whatever, or... You know, <laughs> fuck the popo or I don't know, any number of <laughs> other things that FTP stands for. I don't know what it stands for like in your mind, but, but I was best. told it stood uh, for fuck Tim Piles. So okay. anyway, that's a new music show playing just great new indie guitar rock, mostly bands like with guitars, but uh, some electronic music, some reissues. It's really fun to be able to support all these new bands um, and and play new music. I'm all I'm just. I thrive on new bands and discovering new bands and finding that new band, you know? You mentioned that you met a few new bands this week. Who were they? Uh, last night it was the Todds. Cool. And, I mean, they are Joy Division. T-O-D-D-S? The Todds, yeah. And they're Joy Division. It's crazy. Okay. Like, uh, they have a drum machine and a bass player, and then the singer does play a little bit of guitar, but mostly sings and dances. And has a little bit of an Ian Curtis thing. I mean, their influences are are directly on their sleeves, um, but they're they're great, you know. I mean, they're twenty something kids, and they're inspired by this sound and this band, and I really enjoyed that. Um, Mouthguard blew my mind. They're all underage girls. I assume they all identify as as girls. Um, they are like a hard rock, slightly metal band. All underage, mouth guard, freaking phenomenal. Ridiculous. I have them booked on Plopalooza, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, they're fun. Um, these kids from North County, Gone Pontos, and I've booked them now twice at the Casbah, and they're nice. really interesting. They have a saxophone player, and it just makes their band unique, and I really like the sound, and 
they're pretty fun. Um, yeah, uh, one band I saw that was a uh, at the Casbah this weekend that that I had not seen before, Oda Bokeh Fever, and it's four Japanese girls, and it's this crazy spastic punk rock. I mean, it was ridiculous. I shot this really That's the best kind I of shot, punk rock. I shot this really cool video that that I thought was cool, and I wanted to share it with people. They had signs out front that I guess I did not read all the way through. Uh, one of the things that I did read, it said basically one of the members has a um, allergic is allergic to alcohol, so keep alcohol away from the stage. And I'm like, okay, that's going to be easy, right? Right. Um, but I guess maybe somewhere in there, it said no YouTube videos, just YouTube. Hmm. So I posted hmm. my video to YouTube, and I got a a copyright ding, and I was like, got, got taken down. And I was like, holy crap, what the hell? Wow. Like I've I've never had a problem putting up a live video before, but uh, yeah, they I guess. Somebody tweeted back at me and posted, not the sign from the Casbah. I don't know if it even said no YouTube videos, but regardless, huh. uh, the sign that they tweeted back at me said, you know, you might need to take that down. I guess 13 people saw it before it got <laughs> taken down, but I'm bummed because it was kind of fun. I've never uh, heard of bands like not wanting to get their stuff out there. You know, YouTube's just a Japanese. Yeah. It's something you can okay. search, you know, like I guess they don't care. You hmm. share it on social media, like within your peer group. Right. But when you put stuff up on YouTube, you know, it's searchable. Hmm. Sure. And I don't know. Who Interesting. Knows? Um, but it was, it was kind of a bummer because I deleted it off my phone once <laughs> I loaded it to YouTube and then now you can't access it. Can't even get I it, can't yeah. even get it. Yeah. Whatever. So some cool new bands from you, and you mentioned the Casbah. Every time I go to the Casbah, I see you. I swear you have a, a little <laughs> loft there, right? I uh, should. You're, you're booking there. You're booking the Wonder Bus uh, to continue on with everything. And the you Wonder have Bus going on, is yeah. is different than the Wonderfront Festival. But wait, going sure. back to the radio, KXFM Thursday mm -hmm. nights, mm -hmm. ten to eleven, FTP New Music Show, eleven to midnight is Stomping Grounds. That's the new show. Mm -hmm. Primarily focusing on San Diego bands, also TJ bands, trying to get more Orange County bands because the station is located in Laguna Beach. You should check out the station, kxfmradio.org. It's a really cool non-com station, no commercials. They do ask for donations twice a year. Um, you can listen and support them, though, just by listening, stream it. And it's a cool station. Their playlist is, is more eclectic than your average commercial alternative station. A uh, little bit more interesting and maybe progressive and exposing new bands, not playing the, the tried and true familiar alternative bands. Uh, so it's a cool little station. You, you know, you can tune it in in Laguna Beach if you take the PCH for a day drive, maybe. You know, when you're around Dana Point, tune in 105.7, listen to it all the way past through Laguna Beach. But um, like anything, man, you can stream anything. Right. And my two shows. They all go up on Spreaker, which is kind of like a podcast, so you can technically kind of podcast uh, these shows, which are yeah. produced by me. I produce them at home, send them up there. No commercials. It's an hour long. I get a lot of tunes in. I can play like 18 songs in an hour long show. And uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I'm playing San Diego bands on the station in Laguna Beach. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, that's every Thursday uh, mm -hmm. podcast. Mm -hmm. Got ten done, six are available. Next one should mm. be with this uh, British artist that's actually a San Diegan. She moved here when she was eleven, but grew up in in the UK. She's very British. And her <laughs> name's Pip Lewis, and she's okay. very um, just. She's the full package. She's got this great ethereal produced music. She's very interesting. She's got style and grace, 
And so I want people to hear about her. Um, I've got one with Tamar Burke, yep. Justin Pearson of The Locust. I listened. The owners of The Live Wire, Bart Mendoza. Yeah. Uh, this guy, Mark Gold, who used to be in um, this pop punk band called Off by One. Yeah. And kind of a funk groove band called uh, Bedford Grove. Mm-hmm. And then I've got one with uh, Greg Griffin coming. Greg Griffin is also, uh, he's, he's from the UK. His band was signed to a label uh, via Liam uh, Gallagher from Oasis. They're called, um, why am I drawing a blank right now? Something um, or other. Uh, the Oasis uh, Records. Oh my gosh, what is Greg Griffin's band's name called? Anyway, well, Greg Griffin is also a solo artist in town. He's got a new album. Okay. He's great. Um, I'm totally drawing a blank. It'll come to me. Um, so, yeah, the podcast is really cool. That is being produced is very cool. through Olas Media. And uh, Chris Cantore is involved with that. Yeah. Chris Cote has a really good podcast on there. Uh, if you're into uh, surf and skate culture, he's uh, like an internationally known um, play-by-play announcer for surf competitions. Uh, and he's also been in local bands, Chris Cote. Uh, great dude. Um, so those are the main things. Wonderbus is happening. Wonderbus did have, there was kind of a connection to the Wonderfront Festival, I think, in the beginnings with the idea of maybe playing the Wonderbus assist might, might help you get on the festival. But I don't think that relationship is the, the same thing as it, maybe it once was. Although some of the bands at the that that are playing the festival do come from uh, the the bus, uh, the Naked Eye band called Soul Flow, um, but yeah, the Wonder Bus is its own entity and that's available for private events. You know, you could actually rent it out and have it at your event. It goes to uh, we're doing something kind of interesting this week. It'd be at the Rancho Santa Fe Golf Course, but we've been at uh, a lot of golf courses actually, or the San Diego Food and Wine Festival coming up. The bus is going to be down there. I think that's the Embarcadero. Uh, but that's cool. They got two buses, and they run them. You know, it was really exciting. The idea, of, more than anything, is it's a rolling billboard. I mean, it has advertisements all over the side of it. Um, and so during the Padre season, and especially the playoffs here at the end, was was really cool. Um, I got this new cover band on called the Letdown. Letdowns? Huh. Anyway, there was another local band called the Letdown. I think they're called the Letdowns. Uh-huh. But uh, they played. and Nice. And have you had Joe Dreams on here? Uh, I just reached out to him and booked him uh, in late April, I believe. We had really him on cool the guy. bus, and he played that damn song, Slam Diego, for the entire right. two hours. He's kind of becoming viral, right? He was in Philly representing the Padres, yeah. and he gets yeah. around. Yeah, he got. I mean, he's had fans uh, Venmo and money, so he got to go to Philly. I think That's he was rad. in New York. I mean, he got attacked. Uh, he has video of him being like some some I did dude see from New York, yeah. like knocking him off his little pedestal. But I admire the hustle, man. That's hip hop right of there. Hustle. And I haven't seen anything like that uh, in a long time in San Diego. Like him being out at all these events and and random places. I caught him down in OB, and he's you know up on the Rock yeah. Memorial, and he's doing his thing. And and the Slam Diego thing is has turned into you know a thing. It, he yeah. definitely had a good run with it, and people supporting him to get him out to to these games and out in front of these other stadiums. Yeah, representing Slam Diego. Yeah, it was exciting. Shout out Joe Dreams. I actually first saw him kind of like you in public. I ran like a five k at Balboa. Yeah, the Father Joe, I think it was, and there he was. So you're saying you work out? I work out. <laughs> I know. 
That was a shameless plug just to <laughs> tell you that I'm a I'm a runner. I'm know? a runner. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Dreams is is pretty he, classic. He's, he's pretty one hilarious. of the yeah, he's one of the bigger hustlers I see around town. A lot of energy. Yep. But uh you're doing a lot. You've always done a lot. The mayor of local music here in San Diego. Who else would you say is uh supportive of the scene like you locally? Besides myself, of course. No, just kidding. Are there a couple others that have that have done Bart Mendoza. Yeah. I mean, Bart's the king. Definitely. Kevin Hellman. Mm-hmm. Not as much because he's not like in the scene like as much as you might think. Bart Bart is in the scene. Bart Bart is out at shows. Bart yeah. is all over the place like I am. Uh, but you know, without Kevin, we wouldn't have the San Diego Music Awards, and yeah. and that's a highlight for everybody. Yeah. And so you know, the fact that because of Kevin, we're back at Humphreys, and yeah. and you know, it's important. I think that's a special place, and it's a lot of fun to do the the shows there. I think the biggest thing is. Uh, it would just be nice to see people watch and pay attention to the show. Mm-hmm. Really pay attention and stay and and support everybody. You know, right. I'll, yeah. I'll say this because this year I gave away probably the last award and the place was half empty. <laughs> right, and I felt bad for the Sully band. I think. You know? I, I yeah, I think that Sully even mentioned something like that. Right, like okay, this next song's for the ten of you still here yeah. or something like that. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, those yeah. those two. Uh, Emily yeah. Bartel is an mm-hmm. interesting character, and, yeah. and she's been uh, promoting bands and really, really wants to to elevate uh, our community, our music community, and and give bands opportunities. You know, it's uh, it's it's a good thing. Uh, Navajo you know. Live, Bar None Productions. Yeah, shout um, out. You know, there, there's yeah. a long list of people, and and it keeps getting better. You know, like you just have to go out and see what's going on in the in the mm-hmm. city. You know, yeah. Um, Everywhere, like Barrio Logan, North Park, Chula Vista, Third Avenue. I mean, hell, I I can't get everywhere, but I'm so stoked on San Diego in many ways. Um, I would love to see, be cool if there was some kind of venue that drew people down in Chula Vista and maybe even another venue up in Oceanside. I mean, Poor House is great, but Mm -hmm. I'd love to see... Something down south. Salty Frog, right? But that's IB... Yeah, but still something, you know, that maybe gave some of these touring bands mm-hmm. mm. opportunities to get to town. And you'd be yeah. surprised how many bands don't play here for various reasons. They don't get booked. I mean, obviously, it just depends. San Diego's a weird town. But, you know, I think right. if you bring bands to the, certain things to certain areas, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if the Salty Frog's the right place, but, you know. Yeah. Something Small cool like bar. the Casbah and Soda Bar or, yeah. or a Till 2 or, you know. Sure. There are places that have different levels of respect for what they do and provide musically right right you go to a lot of shows obviously are we past covid i am are we 100 percent recovered from covid the live scene i am but i think i got covid at the motley crew def leppard show Uh, or no i think i probably had (laughs) it before then (laughs) Uh, but i got i did get covid (laughs) back in august um well, I mean, just God for only turnout knows, wise, like our, you know. Yeah, I mean, shows I look so. great. Yeah, I right? think so. Yeah. I mean, San Diego's a weird town anyway. Like, yeah, you know, I have, you know, I get to book a lot of weeknights at the Casbah, and I book a lot of bands that are new bands. So it's kind of, they're not like tested yet. It's kind of hard to say if they draw or not. And then I don't care who you are. <laughs> Monday and Tuesday, I mean, unless you're Rocket from the Crypt or Lucy's for Code or Sprung Monkey or some of these local bands that might play a club night or something, you know, people aren't going out on Mondays and Tuesdays. So it's always a fun game to see of these new bands, 
you know, who can pull some people, you know, like, I like these bands, like, I want to see them. I'm hoping there are other people, but I, you know, I can only promote so much. I'm really counting on the band to have something, you know, maybe the big thing is, you know, you realize you're playing the Casbah, so sometimes people put extra effort into that, but I really don't blame a band, you know, it's like, it's on you a little bit because we don't make you sell tickets. I'm not pushing you to, to, to do much more than promote, post, do some postering, you know, little things. But, um, you know, I don't hold a band accountable. I can still like them. That band, the Todd's, was awesome last night, but they didn't bring anybody. Yeah. Are they younger, the Todd's? Yeah. Cardboard Boxer, I'm sure you've heard of them. They're, uh-huh. they're kind of selling out somewhere or at least packing yeah. the place. Does age come into effect? I, I would personally. It depends. Have to say. I mean, with these new bands like mm-hmm. that Mouthguard band, you know, they're all mm-hmm. underage. I'm sure they kill it at the all ages shows. But who are they going to bring to the Casbah? Well, true. Parents, uncles. I mean, and they did bring a bunch of those people out. You know, we have this talk a lot with my boy Mario. I mean, I feel like when you're a kid, you have you have a lot more friends too, right? And maybe a bigger sphere of influence. You got your high sure, school friends sure. and stuff, so it might be a little bit easier. Yeah. But for someone like me, it's like you know, I got my family. Well, all ages shows lyric. are hard yeah. to come by right. in this town. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's the Shea Cafe. And, and now Soma isn't quite providing what they used to provide. Uh, you know, they're more being run now like a venue, like a House of Blues or Observatory. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're doing Live Nation, right? Yes. But they're still, I was so happy to go there. I'm going to give Len a shout out. A lot of people have uh, mixed feelings about Len and what he's done and provided here in san diego over the years so i was so happy to go to soma the other day because i know that they they basically are a live nation venue but what they've done is he knew that if he signed completely over to live nation all of his employees would be replaced and so basically whatever arrangement and agreement they've made they've got you know first right of refusal on everything there Still doesn't mean that Belly Up or Casbah, you know, can still do shows there if they so are so inclined. But technically, yes, it is a Live Nation venue, but he still holds control. So all of his staff is still there. So it's the same girl in the box office. It's the same girl in the concessions. A lot of the same security and other people that were there before that are still there. So that was cool. And he did that on purpose because, I mean, he, he, he knew that they would all be booted right. out so right. that's cool it's nice, nice to see familiar faces and Len's the owner of Soma right yes. for those that may not know and they've upgraded that place I mean it's still just a big old concrete hall old yeah, movie theater old movie theater but uh, if you're an artist that plays there now the upstairs which most people don't even get to see is really nice <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> which would have been totally. the old projection rooms yep. uh, and so yeah. now they've got showers cool. and it's upgraded much more so upstairs for, for artists but yeah the room's just a big yeah. A big hall. But it, the cool thing is, is uh, you know, they're serving beer there. And they had some pretty good craft beer there for the AFI show the other night. Nice. They get some big bands. I saw Rise Against there. Idols played there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a bunch. I saw Green Day there in 98. Oh. That would have been Marina. I've been to all three Somas. Yeah. Uh, the original, yeah. which was downtown, south of Market. Yeah. That's why it's called Soma. Oh, my gosh. Mind blown. And then Soma was over by USD. And then course the most recent that's a great little tidbit that i did not know and i can't believe i did South not of know that market. yeah back South back in the day market. right by Kinda the like train Soho, tracks right in uh, in uh, new york you're pretty smart so thank you thank you're you, welcome buddy. appreciate <laughs> it i need that i need that positive reinforcement yeah 
That's cool, dude. Have you ever thought of opening a all-ages venue or a venue? Has that thought ever crossed your mind? The Piles Theater? Or... I, I just, feel like there's you know, a, a market for it, maybe a bit, right? Yeah. Like you, um, like you mentioned. It's weird. I think we need it. I mean, it would be nice to see something like a Shea Cafe collective that was more central, you know. Um, I went to Shea Cafe recently for the first time in maybe a decade, and the sound was horrible. No. <laughs> yeah. Just being honest. Yeah, well. Cool, legendary kids venue. kids don't though. know any right. better. I don't know. Right. Um, but yeah, something. I wish there was more. You could. There, it was more financially viable to run an all ages type venue, you know, because unfortunately, it's the booze at venues that makes the venues the money right. that they're able to operate. And you know, you don't make that kind of money on sodas and water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it would be neat. I mean, dude, look at all the spaces. There's so much stuff. Right. When it, it would be cool if there was somewhere like on Elkhorn Boulevard or How about right here in this field behind me. I think you can get away with a lot more than you could back in the day when we were younger, mm-hmm. in my 20s and 30s maybe, you know. I mean, there's just, you know, the cops have plenty of other things to do, you know. I think you can throw an like all-ages Island, show or right? do stuff, the you stuff know. They're doing on the DIY is cool. thing, you know, with yeah, yeah I think yeah. you can. Yeah. Um there's just other things going on and other things to worry about than a bunch of kids doing something. Right. I don't know. Right. You know, you got to do it a little underground DIY style maybe, but yeah, I think this town is interesting, you know? I mean, it's so easy to just be laid back and relaxed and comfortable. I mean, every day it's the same day pretty much. It's, right. it's kind of like Groundhog Day, you know? Yeah. It's like, look at it. It's beautiful today, you know? I talk with that. Yeah. I mentioned that to buddies. Uh, there's a lot to do out here, right? Yeah, there's and a lot of competition for live music. Yep, yeah. and not a lot of uh, dreariness. You know, you think about that stuff. The things that creates art. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, heartbreak, <laughs> See, Seattle, clouds, <laughs> and you know the dreariness. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. here, you can go do stuff. You can right. go do something. You don't need to sit in your bedroom and or in yeah. the basement with a band. You know, you can go do things. Maybe the reason the Chargers left us. I mean, that's a big crappy <laughs> thing about this town is there's so many, nobody's from here. Yeah. So that feeds into the the sporting events that half the time, other than the playoffs recently, you go to these games and there's as many fans for yeah. the other team. Right. That's mm-hmm. bullshit. We're, there's no hometown loyalty in this town, you know? It was cool. They did something for the playoffs where they restricted L.A. fans yep. in, in Petco Park. So They've done that before. I'm, the Chargers did that with the Raiders because the Raiders would buy so many right. tickets to, to Charger I games. Like so they, but the problem is, is, you know, San Diego has one of the largest Raider fan clubs mm-hmm. anywhere. So. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, but I hate that. <laughs> you know, it's not like Philadelphia or, or, Wis- or Green Bay or these right. other places where... Man, you know, yeah, you live and breathe and die by the the football team, and you know, you're snowed in in front of your TV all winter, just, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. But we're lucky to live here. 
Tim Piles, Uber supporter of local music, really do really nice oh, having you. I thought you were going to plug my thanks my, for being here. My Uber, I am. Uh, oh, handle. Are you doing Uber these days? <laughs> well, how do you think? How do you think you live in San Diego? Oh, no, I'm kidding. I don't do that. I deliver weed though. No, I don't do, do that either. Okay. I'm, right. I'm, Will uh, Castro, you need to connect up with him. I'm sure you have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> KXFM Radio uh, Thursdays, ten and eleven, Stomping Grounds, uh, FTP. Correct. Correct. I'll put some links uh, down below. Podcast uh, host of the local pile podcast, which I really love. I mean, obviously, you're is this your first podcast all the years you've been on air? Or yeah, yeah, crazy. Oh, yeah, I mean, I feel like you should have been doing it the whole time, even though you were on FM radio, you yeah, know what I mean, there, and still are. Yeah, maybe, yeah, it would have been cool if the station would have been supportive of that idea or something like that. Oh, like, I hear you, and you can get bigger bands too. Because you, you have a name, right? I, you know, like Justin Pearson, obviously, the locust. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would hope to have uh, Marcos from POD, John Foreman yeah. from Switchfoot at some point. Scott um, Russo, I'm sure, right? Scott and Wade. Mm -hmm. um, I saw Wade at Rise Against, and he was having fun. <laughs> Wade, was, Wade was being Wade. He was out of control. It was awesome. Was he really? Uh, you don't say, Wade. Yeah. You went out of control. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. yeah. He's such an angel. Yeah. God love him. I do love, love him. him. He's got that crazy new band called Spray Allen, mm -hmm. which is rather interesting with uh, Eric from uh, Sublime. Had them over here. I had Eric Wilson sitting right here. Pretty cool, and I yeah. was pretty fucking nervous. Well, do, uh, yeah, he doesn't say know. much, but... <laughs> no, he had a funny hat on, and uh, he was a funny guy. He was, he was cool, though. You're a cool guy, Troy Cook. Thanks, buddy. You're cool, too. Happy Halloween. Let's do this. You ready? Sure what? Oh, yeah. Some... Okay, so, uh, we're on the you, trivia portion. What you got, Troy? Let's go. All of these were submitted by my dad, Mike Cook, who hosted Hooked on Trivia for 25 years here in San Diego. Uh, Hooked on Trivia. He was uh, he was on AM radio. We've talked off the yep. air about this. I got to definitely uh, give a big shout out to my pops, who's probably listening or watching. Uh, these were provided by him, all right? So some Halloween trivia okay. with Tim Piles. You're going to do horribly. I know. I hate trivia. We could even. <laughs> but I watch Jeopardy all the time. <laughs> it's all good. This is also for the listeners and the uh, viewers. You know, have some fun with it. Okay. Uh, turn it up Halloween night. And uh, here we go. Halloween trivia with Tim Piles. What is the first and last name of the main character in Scream? You've heard of Scream. <laughs> Ghost, <laughs> Ghostface, 90s slasher flick. Repeat the question. What's the first and last name of the main character, female character, in Scream? Oh, boy, this is an easy one, Tim. Listeners are going insane right now. Do you know the actress that played her? Drew Barrymore? No. She's the one that got killed. Sydney. Yes! <laughs> I got half, that half. You get half the points. Yeah, thank you. Sydney Prescott. Thank you. Good job, dude. Uh, number two. In what state... And fictional town was the Bates Motel in Psycho. What? So city what, and state? Yeah. My dad's saying it was a fictional town, so I guess this uh, is not a... Pleasanton, California? <laughs> Close. You got the state. Uh, it was in Fairvale, California. Okay. Fairvale. Bates. Uh, exor exorcism uh, Exorcist fan? Okay. The Exorcist fan? You've seen it? Yeah. Uh, who were the two priests who performed the exorcism in The Exorcist? 
I'll put a little music bed underneath this to make it a little more spooky. Father and father. <laughs> <laughs> You're halfway um, there. Oh. You're halfway there. Do you mean to me? I can't remember what the, the guy's name was when she, she was right. pretending you know, she was grandma or his mother. And was, the exorcist has a line. You know, she mentions the, the father's name. Yeah, sorry. Okay. No I don't worries. know. Father Marin and Father Karras. Okay. Father Thank Karras. you for that. Yeah. You're thanks, welcome. Thanks, Mike Cook. Yep. And what year? <laughs> and what year was Michael Myers' first victim? So think about it. So when was the first Halloween that we're watching here in the background? Actually, do you remember? In the seventies. Seventy-eight. So you got to rewind. Sixty-eight. Sixty-three. <laughs> oh, okay. Nineteen sixty-three. Oh man. What's your favorite Halloween movie? Sidebar. You know what? It is not a Halloween movie in the sense that I remember being so... I don't even know why. I just have this vision of trick-or-treating when I was a kid, and I don't know why we were... I don't even know where I went and saw the film, or, but The Warriors. And I don't even know why. That's not hmm, even a, I seen a, a Halloween horror film. Hmm. But you've never seen The Warriors? Mm -mm. Are you fucking Eight, kidding me? 80s? Sorry. No, no, 70s. Okay. It's a... Oh man, it's a it's a cultural film in the huh. sense that uh, it spawned a lot of hip hop things and okay. and stuff. It's um, basically a movie about a gang from Coney Island, okay. and so there's like this 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 guy that's gonna lead all the gangs. So they're all these different gangs, like a thousand gangs from all over New York, have hmm. all come to this place. And uh, and they're all like he's going to be the savior. He's going to lead I the see. gangs, and they're all going to be one big army. And so he gets shot, okay, by this one gang. But then another gang gets blamed for it. They're the warriors. Okay. So the warriors now have to make it all the way back to Coney Island, and they're going through all those areas of New York and all the subways, and they have to battle all these gangs. <clears throat> kind of like Escape from New York, maybe kind of thing. It's or? got a little bit of that vibe because it got feels it. a little. Yeah. It's not post-apocalyptic, okay. but it feels. I mean, it's still okay. like the Bronx. It's the boroughs of New York where this all takes place, but it's all these different gangs that they then battle. So, my favorite one is the Baseball Furies, mm. and they're a gang that wear baseball uniforms and then they have uh, face paint on. Oh, okay, and so they haven't. Altercation with these guys, you know, like they got a baseball bats, kind of thing, huh? It's not post still weird because yeah. all the gangs are so different. This is where bands got names from, like the Turnbull ACs is one of ah. the gangs. Um, there's a lesbian gang called the Lizzies. Okay, oh, I can't believe you haven't seen the Warriors. I'll watch it tonight. The Warriors, it's so good, it's so good. Okay, yeah, love it. Moving on here, Halloween okay. trivia with Tim Piles. Uh, what I do have some uh, Disney uh, questions here coming up too, because I know okay. you're a big Disney guy, right? Sure. Uh, in what horror film do you see the Grady sisters? <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm not a big horror fan. I sisters. am. But... What? Twins. Conjuring? No. no. What? Come on. Oh, G and little Shining? Little girl twins, yeah. Thank you, The Shining. You sorry. I, know. Him, I have to give him some hints Red here. rum, red rum, red, red rum. rum. Yeah, sorry. You might know this. Uh, what was the name of the cargo spaceship in Alien? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I told you. I need, I need multiple choice uh, questions. B, um, the alien. No. B, A, the alien. Pegasus. B, yeah. No. Was it Pegasus? N Nostromo. 
Okay. N-O-S-T-R-O-M-O. Yeah. Wouldn't have remembered Some that. of these are tough. I, I was telling my dad, I was like, these are tough. Uh, Alex Kentner was a key character in what horror film? Alex. The Lost Boys. Little boy. Nope. Little child victim in this 70s horror film. Alex Kentner. Um, the It? <laughs> nope. No. Oh, Jaws. Yes! <laughs> it came to you. Yeah, I just got the vision of the He was the lady. one on the little floaty, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, on yeah. the yellow floaty. Yeah. There you go. All right, you're doing good. Um, here we go. <laughs> what are the vehicles called that take you through Disneyland's Haunted Mansion? You got to know this. Come the, on. The... the, uh, the... The Doom Buggies, yes. sorry. Yeah, the Doom... I have to think. <laughs> doom Buggies. Yes. Yeah. Cool. You're doing all right, man. Okay. Solid C+, plus, I think, right? Yeah, I'd take that. <laughs> B-. minus. <laughs> what do they call the ghosts at Disneyland's Haunted Mansion? Do you know that one? The three ghosts? The ghosts. I don't know what he's referring to, but There's they... There's 99 of them. I guess... Is that right? They call the ghosts... They refer to the ghosts as something in that ride. Oh, which is one of my favorites. What's your favorite ride at Disneyland? Probably Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. That's a, that's but a Rise drop. of the Resistance on the okay. other park. Rise of the Resistance is ridiculous. Oh, I don't know if I've been on that one. Was it fin- well, the three, the Hitchhiking Ghost, Phineas. There you I, go. I can't remember all their names. The answer he put was Happy Haunts. Oh, Happy Haunts. Okay. Does that, that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah. And again, I'll, I'll put my dad's email in the description if you have any uh, protests. Hit him <laughs> up. No. Uh, and what year did the Haunted Mansion open in Disneyland? I want to say 69. Yes! <laughs> Dude, good job. When did uh, Disneyland open? Do you know? 55? Okay. Yeah. Take your word for it. Tim's a big Disney guy. So I let my pass expire. Me, you, and Lyric need to go. Yeah, let my pass expire. Yeah. Yeah. I went... So it just expired September 20th. So from in that year, I think I went once a week to Disneyland. And Amazing. many of those were by myself, which I have no problem with. You I get, had the best time by myself. You get the fast passes, right, obviously? No, I just do. You don't. I, I just manage and I know what, hmm, to do you and know what to do. Use the app for the short lines and the single rider. But I, don't want yeah. to, I didn't want to pay extra, extra. But Nice. But now I'm. 50 uh, times in a year, huh? More than that, Wowzers. easily. And then uh, I just went last week with Sulo, Sulo King of Authentic Sellout because he yep. has a friend that works there, okay, a cast member. So she got us in. So awesome. I'm, I'm going to go back to maybe, well, not back to, but uh, once a month at least maybe. <laughs> Love <laughs> we'll it. see if I get a pass again. They are expensive, and I'm, 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 it's a lot. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I'm not fluid and green. Let's say it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah. The new Star Wars, you're going to hate me for this, but there, there's a new area there, right? Yeah, it's called Galaxy's Edge, but it's also mm-hmm. called Batu. Cool. And cool. then, yeah, I've, uh, I've ridden in the Millennium Falcon ride there, Smuggler's Run, probably over 100 times. The Rise of the Resistance is the most popular ride and really hard to, to get on. Wait times can be horrific, um, but I've been on that. What's the gist of that ride? Is that a... Virtual or is that a roller coaster? It's or? a it's a trackless ride. You're in a in a cart operated by a droid, and it's like you're in the movie, like, like Star Tours. No, because you're like in sets. I mean, you're like no you way. know you're you're cruising around like the one of the ships, and you're 
coming into the room with the stormtroopers in the bay that you know lets the ships in and out. You're, um, it's ridiculous. Love it. It's like you're there. It's nice. like you're in the movie. They know what they're doing over there in Disney. Yeah. They've, they're doing, they're doing a couple it. things. I've built a droid. I've got a <laughs> lightsaber. And I've been in the bar there. That's kind of the cool yeah. thing is the cantina. Dun, 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 so you can, actually, you can actually have beer now in Disneyland. Wow. That's great. Yeah. I love it. You have to be 21? <laughs> well, you could, you could, Lyric could go in there. Your daughter could go in. Oh, that's cool. But she can't, you know. Love they have it. non-alcoholic beverages for her. Anytime you want to invite me instead of Sulo, uh, you know how to reach me. All well, right? Sulo's got the, the, the access got to the, the tickets. Okay. Yeah, that's a big deal. <laughs> you can just go with this. I'd love to. Boys Day Out. Seth Brundle. Does that ring a bell? Seth Brundle. He's the scientist in what sci-fi film, sci-fi horror. One of my favorites. A remake. The Fly? Yeah. <laughs> good, good movie, right? Yes. I love it. Seth Goldblum. Or Jeff Goldblum. Jeff. Yeah, yeah. In the nightmare, in the nightmare before Christmas, where did Jack Skellington live? Halloween Town. You got it. <laughs> You're doing good. Uh, the Sanderson sisters are characters in what film? Hocus Pocus. You see the sequel? I have not. I don't even think I ever saw the original, so I have to yeah. spend an evening of that. Original is great. Sequel is, you know, a sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jim Evers is a character in what Disney film? Jim Evers. He's a legendary comedian from the 80s. Jim Evers is in, in what was it? In what in movie? What, what? Uh, in what Disney film? Is he a, is a Halloween he... Disney film. The Haunted Mansion? Yeah. No. Okay. What, what, what actor would he be? Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Okay. That's it. <laughs> You're learning a lot today, aren't you? <laughs> This is useful information. All man. right, how many more? Shut up! You're making my brain work. Stop it! Uh, four more. All right. Okay. Four more. What is the first and last name of the witch in the film Halloween Town? Not going to know it, but maybe our listeners and viewers will. First and last name of the witch in the Halloween Town. Take a guess. What's a witchy name? <laughs> Greta Applebottom. <laughs> Agatha Cromwell. (laughs) (laughs) Which toy goes missing in the Toy Story of Terror? Uh, Forky? Nope. Oh. Nope. Take another guess. He goes missing. Have you seen that? God, I don't think I've seen that. I want to say I have. Uh, Well, that would be uh, Buzz Lightyear. Nope. No, that would be... (laughs) That would be Little Bo Peep? Nope. That would be... uh, Oh, oh, it has to be Mr. Potato Head. It is! (laughs) You got it. We'll edit all that out. Yeah. Yeah. What Disney film has a 3,000-year-old mummy in it? I've never seen this one. The Mummy? Yeah, (laughs) right. Uh, What Disney film? Uh, Indiana Jones? No. Um, Oh, gosh. That probably would have to be... I've never even heard of this one. That's a good one, Dad. Oh. John? John? No. 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 I forget. Under wraps. Oh, okay. Have you seen it? No. Have you heard of it? No. All right, Dad. That was a bad one. No. All right, last one. Lady Tremaine is a mean, wicked woman in what Disney film? She's mean. She's wicked. Lady Tremaine. She's pretty horrifying. Lady Tremaine. One of the first. One of the first Disney films. Cinderella. 
You got it. Okay, there you go. You got it. <laughs> yeah, winner, winner, chicken dinner. What did I get? It's a, uh, I don't know. What should you get? We'll give you something. I want this this pumpkin right here. You want the pumpkin? I want the pumpkin. I'm going to take some of your decorations, Troy. <laughs> I think you have enough uh, masks. I think we have enough. <laughs> you got the Jason masks everywhere. This cool. Well, Tim, nice having you. Happy Halloween to you. Happy Halloween to all our listeners, viewers. Uh, open mic, anything else? Follow you. Check oh. out the local pile. Great podcast. I love it. I'm, good. I'm pretty excited. I'm building a link tree. Do you have a link tree? Um, no. Okay. Should I? I just see that bands have that. Yeah, now, so, now I have my own link tree. I'm going to put up on my, where you put up my all Instagram links, right? and Twitter to all the links. Yes, to everything. To to where you can stream uh, or you can podcast the uh, Spreaker uh, site to listen to the new music show or the local show. Uh, links to the podcast. Uh, links to all kinds of fun things. Cool. Um, At the local pile on Instagram. I want to thank Michael Buckmiller. Michael Buckmiller is also behind Satanic Puppeteer Orchestra. And through his help, I now have a Threadless store. So it's the localpile.threadless.com. And what he's done is uh, taken the original art from Grant Renero, which is just the, the my face, the icon of my face. And so there's a couple of things now you can buy. You can get T-shirts, skateboards, um, uh, laundry bags, uh, all kinds of different things through Threadless with uh, the Tim Pyle's face. I love it. Um, I've also had him do a version of me with the hair from the laundromat in Pacific Beach that's legendary that right. says, this man wants to clean your clothes. So I got that where I say, this man wants to play your music. I also had him add a Padre hat. Uh, unfortunately, the day after they lost and didn't continue. Mm. But I do have a, an LFGSD oh, yeah. option you could get where, it, and I don't know, it's been up for a few days. I don't think anybody's bought anything yet. But uh, right. I do have a, a, a threadless store that if you needed some, some fun Tim Piles merch that you could go and buy. Getting some merch out there. And I would recommend this. It's kind of cool. You don't have to have product. You have the yeah. artwork. They handle the shipping oh, cool. and everything and just give you you know, a cut of each product that's that's sold but um probably a good tool for for somebody that doesn't want to have to have you know have the t-shirts and right and the whole back order right yeah. i've got a hundred shirts of palapalooza and ready set survive in my garage you know it's exactly so one-offs like is when someone orders they they make it right yeah yeah so for you i mean like obviously if you're a band you want to have stuff available right. at your shows right but this is a great way to also have it without having to have it you know Back, back stocked in your garage yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to ship out when somebody wants it. You have a very brandable face, too, I must say. It all you, just, you pull off the, the bald head better than I think anyone I've ever seen. Well, it thank, it thank really you. works for you. Better than Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yes, all right. 100%. <laughs> you had the cul-de-sac going there during COVID, right? I remember you, you sent me a picture. You let it grow a little bit. You, no, sure, kind, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're letting it all hang just, out, man. Just a little. See what I yeah. can still grow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Much love to you, buddy. Really nice having you, of course. And uh, You and your family. Yeah. Is uh, the pool heated? Look behind you. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> it would have been cool if Lyric, lyric popped out, but yeah. she's at school. So, is, is the pool anyways. heated, though? It's not. It's freezing. Oh, great. That explains the skeleton. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my brother. Uh, he's oh, been in man. there for a few hours. I hope I get out of here in one piece. Yeah. Right on. Cheers at to you. At the local pile on Instagram, uh, check out his new link tree uh, link there, right? Exactly. Love it. Happy Halloween, buddy. You too as well. Thank you. All right, man.
One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. Woo! Word!